Welcome to the Hopeful Radio Podcast, dedicated to your well-being. I'm Corey Galbraith. In this first episode, our host Ken Boyd speaks to an amazing woman who experienced a troubled childhood, depression and anxiety, workplace bullying, and ultimately a nervous breakdown in which she contemplated suicide. But that breakdown would become a wake-up call for Elvira Hopper. She gave up her six-figure salary to become a jazz singer and life coach. Today, this Toronto-based coach is helping people regain their power and focus through her specialized programs. Let's learn more in this conversation between Elvira and Ken. You say most people are looking for validation from others when they should be focusing on themselves. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so that's a really great question. And not too many people ask me that. So uh, you've done your homework. So that's great. Um, yeah, so so what happens is in life, we who are used to being people pleasers, right? Because it's a survival mechanism, right? Mm -hmm. Heart-centered people, especially the ones that want to be pleasing, they want to, um, you know, not rock the boat. They are um, really at risk uh, because they are subject to the validation of their parents. And then that turns into validation from society. So essentially people are looking for answers outside of themselves to validate them rather than them doing the inner work so they validate themselves. Does that, right. does that make sense, Ken? It sure does, and we're gonna talk about that because I also read your post called Let's Go uh, today, and I, I, I really relate to that as well, and I'm sure a lot of listeners will as well, right? So yeah. Oh, uh, great, I don't yeah. remember what that is. You're gonna have to remind me. <laughs> uh, well, wait, you're talking about your childhood, and I'm gonna bring that up in a minute anyway, yeah? So a quote from you is, yeah. my life message is about getting real with ourselves and choosing to leave behind any successful looking yet imposter me. Love that. Because we know what imposterism is, right? That feeling like I don't mm. belong here, I don't deserve this kind of thing, right? But you're talking yeah. about something else. Could you explain that to us? Yeah. So so basically, you know, as I as I mentioned, heart-centered people, and I'm I'm making myself the first one that that has gone to some dark places because I am so kind, because I have given my power away to my parents, to society. Um, to anybody that would value me, who would validate me, right? I didn't do my inner work. I, I I wasn't on a conscious journey. So so Ken, my father was such a people pleaser, was such a heart centered man. He could sing like Pavarotti, wow. but never had the courage to do anything with his voice. So wow. he sadly died ten years ago with his real music still in him. He died with cancer, mental health struggles, and a marriage in shambles. So this, these are just some of the telltale signs of living out of alignment, of not living for our, our true soul's purpose. Good men are not on stages singing. Good men take care of their families. They, they bring in money. They do all those things. And that is what good men do. So, so that was the message he got from his parents. And so I was able to break that generational, um, you know, trauma, as I like to call it, because my grandparents, they were, you know, depression war babies. Um, well, they weren't born during the war, but they were, you know, they, they survived depression, the war. Yep. And it changes your mindset, right? It it really does, you know, um, uh, play tricks with your mind. And so 
you end up getting a mindset that isn't really empowered and you, you pass that on to your children and then those children pass it on to their children. So I got the message as, as a young girl, when I saw a bunch of beautiful women on stage singing and dancing that I, I really wanted to be one of them. I was told you can't be one of them because mm. those women are sluts. Ah. And that was it. Right. That was but my question to you too. You were talking about that when you were a kid, you wanted to be a performer. And I was going to ask you what type of performance. So singing, dancing, acting, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was your and, father and who the funny said thing is, you shouldn't. Is no. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But guess what? I'm all those things today. Because if it's inside you, it needs to come out of you. Otherwise, your mental health suffers. Your physical health suffers. Your relationships suffer. If I didn't learn to as I like to say, love my vibe and not live as an imposter crap magnet to live as an aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed miracle magnet. Mm. I would die with my real, I would have died with my real music still in me. Luckily I didn't. Luckily I became a professional jazz singer at the age of 51. I, I worked on world-class yeah. jazz stages. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading your mind, Ken. Seriously. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a joy and, and, and to be able to do what I was born to do. And, um, and it was inside me for a reason. And it was inside my dad. And interestingly enough, it was inside his sister who wow. used to be on opera, professional opera stages in Europe. And when she got married, Ken, she had to hang up her opera gown, put on an apron, and she was told you can never step foot on another stage because now you're a wife and you're going to be a mother. Yeah. And good women are not on stages. So you see... That was the thinking, and um, and I was able to break that generational trauma, so I did it anyway. And I'm not dying with my real music still in me, and I want to coach others to go from their successful-looking act one into their aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed act two, because that's where the real magic happens. Yeah. So you, you actually... How did you start? Just out of curiosity, you're you're here today, and tomorrow you're on stage doing jazz, or how did that all pan out? How did that start? Busking in Toronto, or what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I went right to a jazz stage. You see, I had been taking vocal lessons for about ten years, mm. and um, when I was living out of alignment, I was in big pharma for twenty years. I was making six figures, but my heart and soul were dry as a bone. Um, the irony is, my jazz, my first jazz band is um, named Heart and Soul, which is really cool. My second jazz band won best band in Mississauga last year. Fun fact, but basically. I had been taking singing like for, for about 10 years because I loved it. And yet my mindset did not allow me to do it in a big way because my father told me that I would be a slut if I was on stage. Right. And every time I did get on stage for recitals and that sort of thing, I always felt like a shame because I shouldn't be there. Right. And why would someone my age be doing this, right? So I was on stage with all these kids, right? We were studying and, and, you know, I was the student and, you know, it was, it was really from a place of shame. There was a lot of shame because my father told me I couldn't do it. However, when I had my breakdown and a breakthrough and the system that's, that served me, that, that now has become a global movement, believe it or not, people are using it to help others. And it's called the Miracle Magnet Movement, where you get aligned, authentic, and fully self-expressed so you can live the life of your dreams, not your parents' dreams, your dreams. And I was able to get clear on, okay, you're not this drug rep that is a crap magnet. You are this 
coach who I'd been my whole life helping others. You are this healer. I'm a jazz singer turned sacred sound healer. I play these beautiful bowls. I don't know if you can see them behind me over there. I I play beautiful bowls to help people heal. And, um, and I realized that, you know, I was, I was a coach. I was a healer. I was a speaker. I'm actually an international speaker with one of the oldest planet that magically found me during COVID. It was a real miracle. Um, and, um, but I am chief miracle magnet. So I track miracles every day, even being the voice of Tama radio. That was a miracle that found me not too long ago. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, so when I went through my transition from this inauthentic life where I literally wanted to die at rock bottom, I had depression, anxiety, panic disorder, a marriage in shambles, bipolar. I struggled with all these things. It was my wake up call to get out of that life, to live this life. And yeah, so I nearly died. Blessed mental I, breakdown. You refer to it as your yes. It was my breakdown. Yeah. Yes, it was my blessed muscle. Because guess what? If I didn't have that breakdown, Ken, do you know where I'd still be working right now? Mm-hmm. That the rock star yet Big- imposter healthcare career. Yes, thank you. I would be working there. I'd be making six figures. My soul would be dry. My heart and soul would be dry, and the world would not get what I got. And what I got is very, very cool. I am the leader of this movement. I have got a few other things going on as well. But people are using my system to help others. They're creating an extra income. I'm I'm bringing people like income. I'm a business, right? And I would have never got that had I not had my breakdown, had I not in my last two years of corporate, you know, by corporately then socially. But anyway, so after all of this breakdown, Ken, I asked myself, Well, I said to myself, hey, you're a coach now. You help people's dreams come true. Well, what is the dream you still have inside of you? And I thought about it and I said, I've always wanted to be a jazz singer. At 11 years old, I saw women at a cabaret show and I told my dad I wanted to be one of them. That's what I want to do. And I realized I've been years of, of voice. I'm ready to go on a stage right now. Whether you think I'm ready or, or not, I say I'm ready. So I had the courage to go and stand on a, on a jazz stage and just start singing. And guess what? I started getting paid and I started getting paid well. Now I'm an award-winning jazz singer. I've sung to Oprah Winfrey's man, Edmund Graham. If you Google his name and mine, oh, you'll yeah? see me singing to him. It's hilarious. So <laughs> this is what happens. You know, Ken, this is when we do the inner work and we realize that something is in us to do and we have the courage to do it fiercely and and authentically it doesn't have to be perfect i was not perfect when i was on that first stage but i got better and better at it and i don't worry about perfection my my only concern when i got on a stage is allow me to be a clear channel so i can share a message i.e a song so if i can share a message to inspire my audience to go do their thing even later in life I've done my job. And if I sound like crap one night, guess what? Someone's meant to hear me in the audience and go, she did this at 51 professionally. By the way, I'm going to be 61 this year. She did this 50 at 51 professionally. She ain't even that good. I'm going to go do my thing too. If that's all I do on stage, Ken, then you know what? I've done my job. I am not obsessed with perfection. There's a lot of artists that are obsessed with perfection. And you know what? 
they are crap magnets. They attract crappy things to them. There's always drama going on in their life. There's always something going wrong. There's health issues. There's relationship issues. I see it all the time. I'm, I'm part of a, um, you know, a jazz community here in Toronto and I, I, I feel my heart goes out to them, but not everyone's interested in this work. Not everyone will go deeper to do this inner work of getting conscious. So I'm a bit of a bit of a unicorn in the jazz world. Good for you. That's all I got to say about that. You know what? Someone once said perfect is the enemy of done. And I use that often in my work because people are trying to expect perfection and then they get, you know, upset with themselves for lack of a other word. They get upset with themselves because they're not good enough. And then, you know, la la la. And I go, look, perfect is the enemy of done. I loved how you expressed that. Alvera, you know, yeah, yeah, you I love perfect. that. That's it's a, in the doing that matters, right? You know, yes, Tolan, because it's your thing power. to do. Yeah, Eckhart Tolle in his book, The Power Now, I talk about this too because yes. you are talking about it. I've lived it as well. People do all the time, and I meet people in workshops and classrooms all around, right? And they're all, from youth, fifteen to twenty-nine, to seniors, fifty-five plus, and we carry that story with us about who was the person, what did you want to do as a child until somebody told you you shouldn't. Right. Yes. And that's yes. really, and, I, and so the, the, the quote, and I'm going to paraphrase it from Eckhart Tolle is, you know, we unnecessarily attach ourselves to our history and then we build an identity around it. And I had that ah. story because as a single dad and a radio guy, yeah. I had these two identities. Yeah. And then when my daughter grew up and said, dad, I'm going to go to South America. Bye. You know, and then the radio station <laughs> said, you're, we're laying you off. I'm looking in the mirror going, who are you? Cause that was my identities. And of course wow. I was those things. And other things. And so that's what you're talking about right now, too, which is pretty devastating, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's so vulnerable. I I so appreciate you for for saying that. Yes, we all have our dark nights of the soul. We all have those moments of, you know, who am I really and what am I here to do, right? And, And if you were to go back to your childhood and think about the things that lit you up as a child, the things that you got lost in, the things that, you know, I bet you as a little boy, you loved being DJ as a little boy, right? Would that be fair to say that? I was doing impressions at 10, you know? (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You're an entertainer. And all that stuff. I paint now abstracts and landscapes and you know what I mean? It's all a part of who you are, right? It's all a part of that. Yeah. And I'll say to somebody, they'll say, okay, well, here's my story. And I'll go, okay. So that's kind of your, would you say that's your belief system? Yeah. And of course, as an actor, Every character you play, you have a backstory, or you should be preparing a backstory for that character. Their yeah. moment before, right? What was their life before? Yeah, yeah. Moment? And I'll say, so would you consider that maybe your backstory? And they go, Yeah, yeah, that's my backstory. And I'll go, Okay, <laughs> you mind if I abbreviate that on the blackboard? Then I go up and write B S on the <gasps> blackboard. Oh. And they go, What is that about? And I go, Is that really who you are? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love. It's exciting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I love transition. that, Ken. So you're an actor, too. Yeah. Whenever they yeah. hire me. Yeah, I just finished a play here in Vancouver, yeah. No, no. Fun fact, I I got to play, um, since we're in Canada, I can tell you this. Um, I got to play uh, Celine Dion's childhood singing idol in a CBC movie that won quite a few Geminis okay. uh, back in 2008. Uh, called Celine, and I played her childhood singing idol. So that's how I got into actress. So we have wow. that connection, Ken. We're both uh, Canadian actors. Yeah, cool. Thespians. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> so, Thespians. Yeah, well, you're yeah. so, you're, I can just see that from, I can feel you from here, which is a positive vibe, and I love it. Um, 
So what was that moment? Like we talk about the model of transition in my work as an employment specialist, career developer, you know, career coach, uh, helping people change their lives kind of thing, you know, or change their minds about themselves anyway. Uh, there's three R's to watch for the, the yeah. role. You know, when your role changes, your routine changes and your responsibilities change. And I think you'll agree that happened on a global perspective over the last three years with, you know, the pandemic. Most of us at some point have an event or yeah. a life-changing moment that changed the direction of our lives. What was your moment? You talked about as a child you wanted to be a performer, then dad said, you know, he, he labeled it. Was mm. What was the moment that mm -hmm. you stepped away from the career in pharmacare to what you are doing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That's a great question. So the moment for me that I remember was my IBTT moment. This is what I, IBTT, I'm better than this. Ah. Because I basically lived for two solid years. My last two years of corporate were a total shit show where I had, as I mentioned, depression, anxiety, panic disorder, suicidal ideation at my lowest. And I asked for a way out that wasn't drugs because I was a drug rep and I knew what they did to our bodies. Mm. And plus my dad, having lived out of alignment, he got bullied in his 50s and he had a nervous breakdown and he had to go on the rap, very strong anti-anxiety drug for the rest of his life. So when I hit my rock bottom, I knew it wasn't going to be drugs that was going to get me out of my darkness. It was going to be something else. Also, I'd had therapy for two solid years because I had mommy issues when I had my son and therapy works, Ken. I have nothing wrong with therapy. It works. It just took a hell of a long time. And my mom is one of my best friends today, so I don't have mommy issues anymore. However, when I bought them at the end of corporate where I literally wanted to die and, and uh, I said, give me a way out that's not drugs. In other words, I wanted it natural and give me and not therapy. I wanted it fast. So fast and natural. Give me that or give me a way of ending my life. So that was the rock bottom that I needed to hit in order, just like Eckhart Tolle, he was at that, at that bench where he said he couldn't live with himself anymore. He literally was ready to die. Then he realized that the observers in his head, his ego, his pain body was his actual self. So that's what happened to me, Ken, at rock bottom. I was able to separate from my ego and my higher self was divinely gifted with the love your vibe miracle mindset. So that's what allowed me to come back quickly and naturally from a very dark place. And I've never gone back there 12 years and counting now. So it, it truly is a miracle. So that was, that was the big turning point. Wow. Unbelievable. So, so, so exciting, right? Isn't your life just yeah. exciting now? I love my life. I freaking love my life. I don't, yeah. I don't work a day in it. I don't work yeah. a day in it because I'm right? connected to my bigger purpose. Right. I love Lauren Bacall's, uh, the actress, her quote, she said, there's nothing more fun or exciting than the unknown, the possibility <sighs> of something. Wow. I mean, right? That's powerful. Yeah. yeah. I use a lot of quotes in the work I do, usually on a daily basis, actually. So talk to us about yeah. your teaching online and your coaching services. Example, what is the Vibe Tribe membership? You know, it's just tell me that your, your website's fabulous. Uh, you know, I've been through oh, it. Oh, thank you. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you've got some fabulous testimonials on there, too. And I'm going to read one before we leave today. But what is like the Vibe <laughs> Tribe membership? Tell us about some of your online services, if you don't mind. Yeah. So basically, anybody who wants to um, join one of my mentors, the facilitators of this work that came through me that saved my life, you know, was truly a miracle. And it's it's what I needed to come back when nothing else worked, you know, so there's a lot of personal development systems out there. Right. 
right. can. And a lot of them are very in your face, male energy. God bless Tony Robbins. He helped me at one point in my life. I used to work in cancer research. I wanted to slip my wrist after seven years of doing that. I got plucked out to do pharmaceutical sales, but going over from um, the lab into pharmaceutical sales, I was in a dark place because I was being bullied at work. So Tony Robbins, he did help me. He had a program called Unleash the Power Within or uh, I don't know, one of those programs, right? That, like, okay. that you did on tape. So, so I did one of those and yes, I did come back. I knew the power of the inner work. So I was able to come back. However, uh, and then I did this thing called Landmark Education. Are you familiar with Landmark, Ken? Yes, yes, I am. Yep. Yes, yes. So again, face male male energy approach. And also, I had been Roman Catholic my whole life. So at various points in my life, because I lived out of alignment, these were kind of like band-aid solutions, okay, over over my hurting psyche. But then at rock bottom, I didn't need a one of those solutions because none of those solutions worked anymore. I, I still wanted to die. I needed a real solution, S-O-U-L. I teach it online for, um, uh, it's, it's not that expensive. In USD, it's about $250, but I teach it in about three hours and, and it's transformational. Like you literally transform. After you've done this course, you cannot be the same person you were at the beginning. So you're transformed. However, taking these teachings and tools, putting them into a six month program that was created, co-created by two amazing rock stars. They're the people that came together when COVID hit and they said, Alvira, we love your online course. We love your teachings and tools. And both of them had lost their work because one's a hairdresser and one's a massage therapist. Mm. They said they didn't know when they were going to work again, right? Because of COVID. So they decided that who they wanted to be for the rest of their lives was purveyors of this system. They wanted to use these teachings and tools to help others. And that was going to be their livelihood forever. And did that. And they created a six month program, but they even added their own pieces to it, Ken. They made it even better. And now it's become a six month program. And that virtually every person that graduates wants to become a facilitator of this work. My team is growing quickly and they all belong to the Love Your Vibe tribe. So this is this is the membership where anyone that takes the program and anyone that facilitates the program gets to be a part of this amazing community where everyone is celebrated and supported because we believe that that is an environment that is essentially an incubator for healing and growth to greatness right. because we all have trauma none of us gets out of childhood without trauma That's we've right. got to work on that piece and mine is more the feminine energy of healing trauma versus the male energy of possibly causing more trauma so it's for heart-centered people who have been to some dark places let's say most of the world are those people right you know we've gone through three years plus of of covid right so so this is really an amazing opportunity for people to do their inner work of healing and growth to be part of this amazing community of people where everyone is truly valued for who they are exactly they don't have to put on any airs there's no ego involved in the in these communities at all and um honestly i i just thrive in these communities what about the four circles of personal power the four circles of personal power ah 
Yes. Well, if people go to alvirahopper.com, they can grab it. It's a free teaching from my three hour pro like course that teaches you everything from soup to nuts that saved my life. And it's one of the major teachings that is really powerful, especially for people who have given their power away to others to rein in that power and create really good boundaries. And that right away will improve their life. And I give it away for free. And but a better place to grab it, I think, is my link tree, um, Ken, if I can share that. Please. It's alvirahopper.com backslash link tree, and they can grab it there. It's it's Alvira's free gift, but they could also get any, uh, I have two YouTube shows, I have a podcast, I have some other cool things on there as well. All my social handles, if people want to connect, send on Instagram or, or you know, anywhere, LinkedIn. So yeah, so people can have access to that at, at no cost. Great. And also, uh, I mentioned it earlier, you have posts on your website as well. And the last one, the latest one, April 7th, is called Let's Go. And you talked about being a child and all the stuff you've discussed today. So it's a, it's a good read. So I really encourage people to read that as well. And I'm going to read a testimonial uh, of yours. Uh, In the view of our others, it's powerful stuff. Wouldn't you agree? Right? And uh, you have um, a lot of testimonials on your website, but I want to read this one if you don't mind before we leave today, okay? And please, we're gonna, yes, we're I'd love little, to hear it. <laughs> we're going to play a little sentence completion in a minute too, so hang on. So <laughs> here's, here's to you. I always remember you from when I heard you speaking, telling your story. There was a chair in the middle of the stage. When you were announced to come up, you came to the stage and sat in that chair and started to speak. I felt, as I'm sure many others did also, like we were on the same level eye to eye. It was a personal experience and made me think, when I speak, I want to make people feel like that too. I want to be like that. Mm -hmm. Thanks for being you, <laughs> Elvira. Isn't that nice? Powerful stuff, right? That, that brings tears to my eyes. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Um, okay. Thank you for reading that, Ken. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to share that with everyone. So sentence completion, really easy. Don't think about it. Stay open at the top. First thing that comes to mind, I'm going to start the sentence. You're going to finish it. Ready to go. Ready. And the comic character I would like to be like is... <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> three personality traits i possess three personality traits i possess are over to you most joyful person i know most optimistic person i know and most loving person i know ah uh, all right and finally what makes, <laughs> what makes me laugh is you can. You make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Hey, listen. Uh, thank you Yay! so much for your time today. Listen, what you're saying, make the rest of your life. The best of your life. But can I sing for you my little tagline? Please. I'm on the way out. Would that Five be okay? On the set, two cameras okay. and action. Okay. <laughs> So I worked with an amazing coach out of Portland, Oregon, Jaya Rose, shout out to her. And um, uh, she said, Alvira, you need to have a tagline you say at the end of all your videos, because there's a lot of coaches out there and people need to know what it is that you do. And I said, great. So we channeled this really fun little tagline. And after one of my jazz shows, I woke up feeling very jazzy. And here's what came through. Okay. Are you ready? ready. <clears throat> Action. I'm not warmed up, but I'm... all right. A one, a two. A one, two, three. Get out of your own effing way. Your miracle life awaits 
Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And effing stands for fear and ego. Fear and ego. Not all what right. you think it stands for. Oh, all right. But it stands for fear and ego. We need to get out of our fear and our ego to live our best life, our most aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed life. Yeah. Elvira, thanks for your time today. Keep smiling. Thank you. You too, Ken. All the best. Ciao. You've been listening to an episode of the Hopeful Radio Podcast, produced by Hopeful Radio at the web address hopefulradio.com.